construction site building the internet. No, seriously, I'm focused on data center construction. My passion is electrical and mechanical systems. Enough about me. Welcome to the podcast, Doing Girly Things, a podcast focused on breaking down the stereotypes surrounding construction and making construction, working in the field, wearing a hard hat, all girly things to do. In this podcast, we focus on professional development and personal stories from people in construction. This podcast is focused on asking questions to women in the field about their experiences and how to navigate the construction industry. We'll bring on everyone from plumbers, administration, project managers, and even an author or two. The purpose of the podcast is to create a network of women in construction. Through through this experience of making the podcast, I've found so many wonderful women whose voices and experiences need to be heard. Every other Monday, a new episode will be released. You can find transcripts on Doing Girly Things website, and the podcast is available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. This podcast also talks about grief. Don't worry, I'll put grief in the title. I've used grief from my mother's fatal car accident to shed a light on how to navigate it. I also have episodes for my friend Jacob and his group that work at NASA that are growing the first fruits in space. Lastly, go to the Instagram Doing Girly Things to find out where all the action or to the website Doing Girly Things with 1G to find the show notes. Hope to see you soon. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode and your guest is just me. On this week's episode I wanted to come on and speak something that I'm really passionate about and that's women in construction. But before we dive into the episode, just wanted to give you a little update on the podcast. So I reached out to all of you and thank you guys so much for answering on the IG stories what you guys were looking forward to in season three. So in season three, we're going to be focusing on the different types of careers in construction. When I reached out to everyone, it sounded like everyone wanted to hear more about what is really women in construction and who are we as a whole? What all career paths are there within construction? Because I think when you tell people that you work in construction, they have in mind this picture of someone with a hard hat on with safety glasses and a, and they really don't know what do they actually do. They don't understand that there's, there's the project management side. You're still a woman in construction. There's the design side. There's architects. There's engineers, there's people that need to even be there to help with the cleaning of the construction crew. That's a whole group in itself. Construction cleaning is very important. The answers that I received, it sounded like a lot of people just wanted to learn more about what are other women out there doing that is considered women in construction. So season three, starting in January, we will discuss all different career paths that there are within construction between building, design, management, and even maybe some sales. If you know of anyone or if you have a story that you would like to share, please reach out to me, doinggirlythings at gmail.com. Additionally, I've realized that many of my own listeners have their own company. And so starting season three, we will be having company sponsors. If you would like to have your company mentioned at the beginning of each episode and linked in the show notes for as low as $50 a month, 
please reach out to myself at doinggirlythings at gmail.com. I'd love to start sharing companies that are supporting the podcast. And what better way to do that than to mention them at the beginning of each episode. So what's in store for the rest of the year? We'll be wrapping up the year talking about mentorship, coaching, and discussing the labor shortage. What can we do to prevent the issues of overwork and burnout when demands in construction are increasing more than ever? I recently read a labor statistic report, and it said that we need a million more workers in construction within the next two years. Who are we going to have to do all that? Let me tell you, it will be women. Let me explain to you the concept of Women Build America movement. If women fill the high-paying 1 million jobs that are available, think of what that would do to help us fill the wage gap and visually impact the country. This would be such an awesome way for women to also to not only impact not only their own wallets and be able to financially support their own families, but it would help them to be able to change the way that the world looks. Think about if women were in more conversations about design. I remember one time I was in a design conversation and they were trying to design the breastfeeding room and they didn't know how to design the breastfeeding room because they were talking about all the different scenarios that would happen if a mother needed to press the panic button and what type of panic button would be best to give her. And so think about how many times there are men making decisions like this and how if we just got more women involved in those conversations alone, we would change the way that America looks. We would change the thought process. We would just in small ways. And so there's just such an impact that women have not only just being out in the trades and being able to provide their skills out there in the building, but also in the design, also in the management. Women are really good at multitasking and they have what it takes to be able to think about multiple processes going on at the same time. And that is so important in the construction industry. During the Great Depression, 40% of the unemployed workforce found themselves in the construction industry as part of the Public Works Act by President Roosevelt. Now, while this isn't a political podcast, we're going to get into some debatable topics today about the infrastructure bill. So the infrastructure bill that Biden is looking to send out and sign is, is expected to bring a million more jobs to construction. A million more of us are needed. And where are we going to find all those people in two years? I really think that this is where women can step up and start to fill in these roles. Much like during the Great Depression, whenever their women had to step up and start working, we took all the low-hanging fruit, all the administration, all of the clerical work. A lot of those jobs were filled by women. We also helped out in the manufacturing. I think that one way that our skills could be transpired further is by going to tra- to apprenticeship schools, by going into, if you have a finance degree, why don't you try to go be a project manager over a job site? I have a friend at work and she's doing kind of the same thing. And she had a very strong finance background and she's finding that those skills translate very well into being a project manager over a job site and having to keep a budget. There's nothing more exciting than pointing to a building and saying, I built that. Women are the future of America and construction. There's a natural talent for seeing urgency, time management, multitasking, and organization that women are naturally attuned to that men struggle with sometimes. How do we, me, you listening, make this happen? 
The remainder of 2021, I'll dedicate the episodes to this exact question. How do we keep women and get more women involved in construction? The answer is complex, but broken down to bite-sized episodes, I believe that it's possible. During the next couple weeks, we'll talk about organizations that bring construction to women and young females. Women around the age of 16 are the most vulnerable to thinking that college is only an option women do. Supporting organizations that highlight how to get more women not only involved in construction, but mentoring so they stay in construction. Mentorship. Now that we all have someone in the trades and in project management, but how do we keep them and make sure that they stay? How do we make sure that they're feeling fulfilled in that career? The best way is to create mentorship. Creating a community that women feel that they can reach out to in is some of the most important ways to keep women involved. Women are attracted to jobs that are filled with humanity and show reason and show a greater good. And one way to do that is to create mentorship to keep them involved and keep them progressing throughout their career. Another way is to create ways to help women to use tools earlier on in the age group than later on in their career. Oftentimes women get to college and sometimes it's the first time they've used tools or in the classes that they're provided. There are many organizations out there. There was one organization that I found and here in Oregon and they actually have a like a fifth wheel and they attach it to the hitch and they host programs where girls can come and learn about all the different trades that it takes to build a building. Typically within a building you have, you know, your mechanical, your electrical, your drywall, your painters, your flooring, um, siding, roofing, all of these are very generic. And so by teaching girls all of these skills earlier on, whenever men are reading about these books, think about the books that men are reading. They talk about bulldozers, they talk about excavators, they talk about job sites. And so if we start exposing women to those those images earlier, then it becomes something that their their representation. It's about representation. When you don't see anyone that looks like you in your shoes, it's hard for you to envision yourself in those roles. I'm talking about imposter syndrome. Many women start to feel imposter syndrome before they even get far into their careers. It's about highlighting trades positions as a viable career option. Many w- people are taught from an early age to think of tradespeople as the working class. What's often not discussed is that these positions are in high demand and, be- and can be rewarding both financially and career potential. Not all electricians have to create their own company, but possibilities are endless when you go through an apprenticeship. Imagine more women going through an apprenticeship. Then in return, we have more electrical companies that are owned by women. It's about start. It's about creating women's workwear that fits them and it's comfortable. Have you ever seen a male nurse wearing a female nurse's outfit? No. Well, then why do we make construction women wear men's clothing? To get more women interested in construction, we need to highlight brands that are creating comfortable workwear. Throughout the next couple of episodes and on the Instagram stories, I'll start highlighting workwear brands that I believe are really have a mission to making sure that women see themselves in construction. So I hope you'll join me throughout the rest of the year as we talk about how can we get and keep more women in construction. The Women in Building America movement could be a powerful impact, not only on the equality of women in the workplace, but open up financial doors for women. Creating women project managers, designers, trade women, in return creates more women who want to create woman-owned businesses in those fields. 
Starting small by taking advantage of the number of jobs available has the ability to have lasting impacts for generations. Imagine generations of people not taking over their father's construction company, but their their mother's construction company. So I hope you'll join me throughout the rest of the season, and I wish you well as we enter into fall. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast, Doing Girly Things. This podcast has grown so much. I am so happy to meet every single one of you, and I respond to all of our DMs. So if you ever have anything that you want to hear more of, or if you have comments, please reach out to me on Instagram or through email. And I can't wait to hear and interview more of you. So yeah. And before we go, last thing I want to say is that I'm so glad for all of you that have joined the Doing Girly Things community. If you have not, please go to our Facebook page that I just got activated or find me on Instagram where I'm the most active, always trying to post construction memes, anything that I find funny in construction, any jobs, any opportunities, um, posting there first so go to doing girly things with only one g podcast to find everything that we are doing and don't forget to reach out if you would like to have your business mentioned mentioned at the beginning of every podcast or if you would like to be on the show and you have some a story that you would like to share so look forward to you the rest of the year and keep doing girly things